Hey, welcome to the Soul Gym. I'm Crystal. And I'm Jody, And we are the Soul Gym Sisters. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this week where we tone up flabby thinking and develop mental muscle. And so you guys, hey, we've been talking about Philippians 4.8 for the last four, four or five weeks, I guess. And um, the scripture says, fix your thoughts. That's what we're talking about, fixing our thoughts on what is true and honorable, right, pure, lovely. This week we're talking about admirable. Why, why would Paul talk to us about fixing our thoughts on what is admirable? Well, first of all, admirable means deserving of respect. So we are to be thinking about things that deserve our respect, um, our approval. It's typically based on, you know what, something that someone has achieved or skills, qualities, again, things that, that we admire because admirable thinking leads to an admirable life. So here's the opening question, or hold on, I'm going to do this really great quote first. An ancient Greek proverb says this, tell me who you admire and I'll tell you who you are. Ooh, think about it. Is that a good one or what? Okay. So think about who do you admire? Who are you following, pinning, tweeting, reposting? Who, who in your life, in your church, in your, in your family, who is it that you admire? Because here's the key. We tend to become like those we admire. And so it's really important to identify a good role models in our lives. So Jody, who, yes. do you, who do you admire? Yes. I have two people that come to my mind immediately. Number one, my mommy. Mm-hmm. My mother left a less left us a legacy of loving God and loving the word of God. I'll never forget the many hours we spent talking at the kitchen table about our relationship with God, our our relationship with each other. There was always such an open communication with her about her desires in life and what she loved and and what she wanted to be and and she instilled that in me but number her number one love was her love for God and so I always respected that about her no one I knew loved God more than my mom and the word of God and number two is a man which I have mentioned several times on here by the name of Pastor Keith Moore Pastor Keith Moore was my teacher when I went to Rama Bible Institute he is now a pastor of two churches, one in Branson, Missouri, and one in Sarasota, Florida. What is it about him? Yeah. You know, you, you think about it. What is it? You know, he is someone I aspire to be like. It seems like every time he teaches the word of God, I just get something out of it. It, it inspires me to be stronger and to grow in the, wor- in the word of God. And you know what? Every Well, not everything, but... The things that I have learned from him and done, they work. <laughs> you know, it's not just a religious teaching. It's it's not just something that you hear and go, oh, that's great. The, the principles that he teaches and that I've gotten from him, I have applied to my life and they work. And I love both of them, my mom and Pastor Keith Moore. <laughs> Crystal. <Yes>. Crystal. <laughs> 
Now it's your turn. Who do you admire? Okay, who do I admire? I Lots of people have influenced my life, but uh, just like Jody, there are two people that come to mind right away. Mine also is my mom, uh, for many of the same reasons, obviously, that Jody brought up. Um, our mom was just a, a tireless fighter. She had a mantra, you know, growing up through life that she just really put into us, and that was do it afraid. It, throughout childhood into a, adulthood, we would consult our mom about things that were concerning us, and and she would she was always so full of wisdom, and there was always that that mantra driving us. You know, when when we were afraid, is do it afraid, do it afraid, do it afraid. So we've carried that through. Hey, even starting this podcast, <laughs> do it afraid, and she she just believed in the goodness of God. She always taught us that God was good, the devil was a liar, and and to remember all good things come from God. And so Jody and I hope um, dearly that she's proud of us, mm-hmm. uh, that when she passed away in 2009, that we have carried on her legacy. And so she is absolutely um, just somebody we adore and admire with all of our hearts. My second person is John Maxwell, uh, my leadership crush, the leadership (laughs) guru of the world. Uh, John Maxwell, many years ago, over 20 years ago, when I read, the, the first book that I read was Developing the Leader Within You. And it was one of those moments, just those those aha moments that this is this is who I am. This is what I'm supposed to be. And and it changed my life. And I've followed John Maxwell for over 20 years. And and his message always rings true. His mission is to add value to other people's lives. And I think that's why I admire him so much. He's been consistent and he's added tremendous tremendous value to my life. And so mom and John Maxwell for me. So we're asking you guys the same things. Who do you admire? Who, who, who is it? Do you admire who you are admiring? Uh, so, so mull that around a little bit because whatever we give our attention to is an indicator of what we value. We've been talking about that for weeks saying we we can say we admire God, but if we spend no time with him, do we, you know, do, do we really uh, look at what you're spending your time doing? That is what you value. That's what I value. Those are our core beliefs in there. Just like when you do core at the gym, you know, you do that plank, you, you're, you're developing that, that, that inner strength. And so core beliefs really are what drive our behavior. And so we used to, I mean, it's kind of sad to me, but I mean, you, you can look at culture and we, we've been talking about the cultural shift and, and the, the drift away from the things of God. But, um, you know, it seems like we used to admire teachers and, and police and the military um, more than we do now. Uh, Jody and I have been, you know, in education for you know, over 20 years and as teachers and leaders in, in schools. And we've really watched, you know, with this breakdown of authority, 
Um, there was a time when parents and teachers were just rock solid in this. And, and hey, listen, we had hundreds and thousands of wonderful, wonderful parents. But we, we definitely have watched this erosion of, of authority and this shift in who we admire in our culture. Um, we used to admire people based on their achievement, their character, skills, their passion, their sacrifice. And yet, boy, there's a study done. And I think it was, it, it was done for years, but there was this culmination in 2007. And we have it in our book, Mind Moxie. And it was done by, I, I believe, Yalda Yules and Dr. Pat Patricia Greenfield. And for years and years and years, they'd done this study. And there were like 14 or 15 characteristics. And people would um, identify them, 1 to 15, of, of importance. And for years, being part of a group... Or community was always number one, number one or number two, sorry, it was always number one or number two. But in 2007, fame, fame was now the number one value communicated by preteens. And so it, there's an interesting note. Keeping up with the Kardashians started in 2007. There has been such a social media shift that we admire people based on looks. on looks, on on beauty, on an, a, a, an illusion of beauty, um, as opposed to admiring people for doing something to help or change the lives of others. And so I, it's just fascinating to watch. And we're not beating up on the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. God, God love them. But and we've got to be careful. Jody and I were laughing about this, talking about social media. I mean, you want to get your message out there. And so you're, you're going after followers and su subscribers and you're posting pictures. And, and I'm telling you, before you know it, this social media, I mean, monster, you know, can grab a hold of any of us. Is, is that, you know, what, what, what we want to be admired, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. Jody, <laughs> you're right, Crystal. I, again, not bashing the Kardashians. I, the, I guess what we need to ask ourselves are the qualities and the characteristics that we're admiring. Will they last for eternity? You know, do we admire honesty? Do we admire character? Do we admire people who are c consistent and constant? people you can rely on, people who are faithful and loyal. Because the Bible talks about, uh, what's the word? Uh, charisma is, no. No, charm. Just, oh, sorry, charm. sorry. Charm, charm is deceitful yeah. and beauty is vain. So we look for the charming, the one with the personality, the outgoing, the wild, the crazy, and the beautiful and, and the glamorous and and. Great, those are those are characteristics that are fun, but the Bible says charm is deceitful. Beauty is fleeting. So if we're following after people just because they're gorgeous or just because they have a lot of money or because they're famous, again, we need to go after characteristics that are instilling 
uh, goodness in other people, that are empowering other people, that are lifting people up. Those are the things that we want to emulate and admire. It's all about a heart. I mean, we were talking. You can yep. be beautiful. Hey, yep. hey, we're, we're still hot. <laughs> Oops, I shouldn't say that. We are. But it's, we're laughing. It's all about the heart, yep. about having the right heart. And so when we think about people and things that are admirable, that deserve our respect, we have to ask, so how do we live admirably? First Thessalonians 5, 12, and 13 says, respect those who work hard among you, hmm. who are over you in the Lord and who admonish you. Ouch. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And so that scripture kind of goes against somewhat culture. I think a lot of us admire hard work. Yeah. You know, I, I really think we do where we can struggle in admiring certain people because there can be an abuse of authority. And, and I see where that can crumble. But in our lives, we're to admire the people in authority over us. Or also to um, admire people who admonish us. Those people in our lives who care enough to correct us from being idiots. You know, we, we talked a few weeks ago about pride and not being stiff-necked. And I'm telling you, um, to admire people, the boy, that's, that's some maturity. That, that's maturity, growing in maturity that we would honor and admire people who really go, can go out on a limb mm -hmm. and correct us. I'll never forget um, another reason. My mom, um, I had I'd coached uh, sports for, for years and years and years, and I, had, I was very animated as a coach, um, very, very excitable as a coach. And I remember coaching a volleyball match, and my mom was in the stands. And I remember we would, for years and years, we'd always go to breakfast every, every Saturday morning. And I remember us talking and her correcting my behavior, you know, just saying, you, you can't act like that anymore. You, you can't do that. And boy, she, she called me out. She did it in a loving way, but it, it definitely changed my behavior. I mean, she got me thinking. And so, uh, to admire people who correct mm -hmm. us in love, and she did, and so That's I admirable. that is admirable. <laughs> I I I mean, she really changed my life and and changed my coaching style, and I I owed her a lot for that. And so we we admire hard work, we admire those in authority, we admire those who will call us out, and then we're gonna talk about. Uh, who, who to be admired in Proverbs 31, the, uh-oh, uh -oh, the, the virtuous woman. And just Jody's just going to kind of talk through some of these characteristics and talk about someone to be admired. I'm sure we've all heard Proverbs 20, or 31 about the virtuous woman, and we all kind of cringe and go, well, that ain't me. <laughs> Well, it can be a bit overwhelming when you read this chapter, and I'm reading it in the Passion Translation, but just take one or two characteristics that you hear, and one or two will jump out at you, and you go, ooh, you know, I would love more of that in my life. Now, I'm telling you, there's a lot here, so listen close. 
says, who could ever find a wife like this one? She is a woman of strength and mighty valor. She's full of wealth and wisdom. The price paid for her was greater than many jewels. Her husband has entrusted his heart to her, for she brings him the rich spoils of victory. All throughout her life, she brings him what is good and not evil. She searches out continually to possess that which is pure and righteous. She delights in the work of her hands. She gives out revelation truth to feed others. She is like a trading ship bringing divine supplies from the merchant. Even in the night season, she arises and sets food on the table for hungry ones in her house and for others. She sets her heart upon a nation and takes it as her own, carrying it within her. She labors there to plant the living vines. She wraps herself in strength, might, and power in all her works. She tastes and experiences a better substance, and her shining light will not be extinguished, no matter how dark the night. She stretches out her hands to help the needy, and she lays hold of the wheels of government. She is known by her extravagant generosity to the poor, for she always reaches out her hands to those in need. She is not afraid of tribulation, for all her household is covered in the dual garments of righteousness and grace. Her clothing is beautifully knit together, a purple gown of exquisite linen. Her husband is famous and admired by all, sitting as the venerable judge of his people. Even her works of righteousness she does for the benefit of her enemies. Bold power and glorious majesty are wrapped around her as she laughs with joy over her latter days. Her teachings are filled with wisdom and kindness as loving instruction pours from her lips. She watches over the ways of her household and meets every need they have. Her sons and daughters arise in one accord to extol her virtues, and her husband arises to speak of her in glowing terms. There are many valiant and noble ones, but you have ascended above them all. Charm can be misleading, and beauty is vain and so quickly fades, but this virtuous woman lives in the wonder, awe, and fear of the Lord. She will be praised throughout eternity. So go ahead, give her the credit that is due, for she has become a radiant woman, and all her loving works of righteousness deserve to be admired at the gateways of every city. Now there, my people, is an admirable woman. Wow, wow, wow. Just mull, yeah. mull that <laughs> over, that. huh? Boy, to just aspire to a little yeah. bit of that. <laughs> That's time. just incredible. Hey, listen, you guys. Um, remember, admirable thinking leads to an admirable life. Yeah. And what we give our attention to is really what we admire. Mm -hmm. It's what we're valuing. And so... As always, Jody and I are, I mean, we've, we've talked this through, we're looking at our lives, and we want to make sure um, we're admiring the right people and the right things as well. And that there, we can all, we can live more admirably um, by, by working hard, um, by really honoring those in authority, 
uh, listening to people who correct us and holy Lord, trying to live like the virtuous woman. And so again, your mental muscle uh, admiration check this week really is pick one or two qualities. Pick we Jody and I know we just pour a lot of it. You know, we, we just love this so much that we can give you a lot of information. We just pray that one or two things jump out at you. You know, one one or two things, even go back and read um, Proverbs 31 and just let God uh, talk to you. Pick out one or two things as we continue to challenge our thinking and, and, and strengthen our thinking because the stronger we think, the stronger our lives. And so as always, we want to say thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, please check out our book, Mind Moxie. Uh, we, we appreciate your support. Tell your friends about us. Hey, we, again, thanks for being a part. Again, catch us next week at the Soul Gym where we whip flabby thinking into shape and develop mental, mental muscle. muscle. Okay, see you next week. Bye. Bye.